I stepped out into the street, shutting the building door behind me, wishing bitterly that I had remembered to lock it before I had passed out early in the office. Maybe then I would have gotten some sleep. Instead, I was awake, hungover, and in a very bad mood. The girl had told me nothing useful about her husband, only that he came home most nights drunk. I sighed and tipped my fedora down, keeping the street lights from stabbing my still-sensitive eyes. Trudging down the dirty street, I decided that the best place to get started was the best place to get drunk, the Gilded Laurel. I took a quick peek around the corner, making sure that it was clear before darting down the alley to the door to my favorite speakeasy. Cracking it open, I quickly slipped inside. The dark room was mostly empty, except for a couple of older, rough-looking men smoking thick Cuban cigars. On the other side of the room was a large, dark-skinned man, sitting on a stool, leaning against the wall. I approached the man on the stool, hoping this would go promptly. My hope so quickly dashed as he raised his hand to stop me. Password? I rolled my eyes. Jimmy, it's me. Then you know the rules, Dick. What's the password? <sighs> White lightning. He grinned, satisfied. He banged his fist on the wall to the left. A hidden door fashioned to look like a painting of Honest Abe brooded at me as it swung open. Watch your step, Dick. All right, thanks, Jimmy. I won't be long. <laughs> you say that every time. I made my way to the blind tiger at the bottom and stepped out onto the floor. It was later in the night. Most of the crowd had gone home, but a couple of cats and a few flappers were still going strong. I took a seat at the bar and sickled in the keep grinding my palms into my eye sockets. Peeking back through my fingers, I saw him come over with a grin. Morning, Dick. The usual? Not tonight, Clay. I'm just here to jaw. I took off my fedora and placed it gingerly on the bar top next to me. Want a cup of joe? Ah, sure. And a lucky if you got one. My head already normalizing with the sweet promise of caffeine and nicotine. Reaching into his front pocket, I slipped out a soft pack, passing me a cigarette. On the house, kid. Oh, thanks. I lit it and snapped my lighter shut, memories of the dark trenches sparking to the surface. I got a couple of questions for you, Clay, if you got some time. He shrugged, grabbing the coffee pot from the counter behind him and poured me a cup. I guess that depends on what you're asking. Lifting the fresh cup of burnt brew to my face, I paused. Uh... Have you heard the name of Bruce Fletcher? Hmm, sounds familiar. Who is he? He's just a local businessman who runs a repair wagon. Uh, his, his dame came into my office earlier, saying he hadn't been home for a couple of days, so I'm doing a favor and I'm asking around. She said he likes giggle juice, and I gotta start somewhere. So, how about it? If it's giggle juice you're after, you're, you have the right place. Clay reached behind him placing the pot back on the heating element, presumably broken. But you know how things work around here. To keep out of sight of the pigs, we gotta keep quiet about the goings-on. Cocking my head, I slipped the stick between my lips, take a few more years off. Clay, how long have we known each other? He rubbed the back of his neck. Come on, Dick, don't be like that. I exhaled the fog from last night through my nostrils. No, really. How long have we known each other, Clay? Five? Ten years? Ever since I was on the force? 
He grabbed a glass and started to wipe it out, nervously trying to avoid the subject. Uh, yeah, yeah, it, it's, it's been a while. And how many times could I have turned you in for bootlegging? It's been quite a few times. So then tell me, Clay, what do you know? Because you know something. His eyes darted back and forth, checking for unwanted ears. Alright, fine. Look. I don't know the name, but there was a stiff found outside one of Capone's joints. He was all tore up, you know? It looked like a dog attack, but some people are claiming it was a hit. They're saying he had a, some gambling debts with some of the Capone's hatchets. I slowly set the butt down. A hit? That looked like a dog attack. That's what they said. That's impossible. There hasn't been a lunar attack in almost 50 years, not since the ceasefire. Not just a random attack. A hit. Who says a loony can't be a thug? You know, they gotta make a living too, dick. No, they know better. How long do you think they're gonna survive if they start capping, folks? Even if it was a mark. He motioned for me to keep my voice down, eyes shifting back and forth. I don't know. I'm just telling you what I heard. Look, Sawyer. I like you, but I can't have a Seamus bumming around asking questions. It's bad for business. Either you can stick around and tip a few back, or you gotta scram. Alright, Clay. I'll go. I flicked the butt off to the side where it sparked as it hit the ground. That's gonna leave Mark. I threw my coat on and tipped my hat. I'm counting on it. I tossed a buck on the counter and turned as I walked out.